This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday. It is time to look ahead here. College Bowl Week Zero. We gave you some thoughts yesterday. Some plays were on on Northwestern plus the points for Week One here. Actually, a lot of dogs we like, um, including the Hawaii Vanderbilt game coming up for this weekend. But how about we look forward to Week One of the college football season? And I think we have to start after that discussion we just had about Florida, about Anthony Richardson. Don't we have to start and look ahead to week one with Florida and Utah? I mean, we've all been on Utah. Utah is one of our favorite plays, Pac-12, to win it. Joe, you and I are thinking the possibility of the playoff there at 6-1. to one. But they go play Florida. We just talked up Anthony Richardson, potential pop player, Heisman Trophy. And then one of our guests, Michael Felder, we know what he thinks of this game. Utah is going to stop a mud hole in Florida. And got all the Florida fans all crazed up. What do we think about this game? So this game is a week one game coming up um, September 3rd, 7 p.m. It's a tight spread. Utah two-and-a-half-point road favorites in Florida. It's not a, it's not a gigantic number. And uh, going back to the conversation about the Heisman, I think uh, it, we should also mention that if there is a certain team that you believe in and they have a quality quarterback, we, we talked about that with Richardson. We talked about that with Leary. In DJ, well, you've also got to do that with Cam Rising, who's eighty to one for the Heisman. Now, this this week one matchup, it's going to be a fun one. We can't wait for it. We've talked a lot about this one. Everybody's going to be talking a lot about it over the next uh, week and a half or week. But um, are we trying to thread a needle? We're high on Utah. We talked about them going to the playoff. How good Cam Rising is, but we also think there's uh, a possibility for Florida to have a big season and Richardson to have a big season. One of these teams is going to lose this game. Is it going to be tough to thread that needle for, for both of these programs to have big seasons overall? That's uh, it's one thing that's starting to creep into my brain. But have you noticed the line move? We are now up to two and a half uh, in the market, almost everywhere. I see one, two, but Utah is the road favorite. That was not the situation when we started talking about this matchup months right. ago. So the other thing to, to focus on is Utah. The one thing they haven't done well last few years is not play great on the road. They're two and eight mm-hmm. last 10 games against road teams that finished with a winning record. Like when they're on the road as a road team, teams that they lost to that finished with a winning record. Florida's got a real chance in this game. If Richardson can make some plays, they've got a real chance to upset them. And I'm thinking that may be one of the main factors. Ed Fang has Florida beating Utah by 0.9 mm-hmm. at home, a 52.7% chance to win. Maybe it is because I, of that, Joji. Yeah. I'd love if I'm it was three. I'd want, the, I, I'd want the field goal. Um, but 
Florida plus two and a half. Interesting. I also could see Florida losing this game close and then still going and having a good season. Like this, this game in the big picture, doesn't it matter more to Utah's big picture? Like they're trying to get to a playoff. Florida's kind of building something here. I could see them losing this cannot, game and moving forward. I could also see Utah winning but not covering the spread, which, which like would be really interesting. Tight, you mean. Uh, really tight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Florida's plus 120 on the money line right now. Mm-hmm. I like Utah, but it's are we going to get to three next week? I don't know. That's I don't the think so. I don't think we'll get to three. But things are certainly trending that way, the way the market has moved. We figured it would, and man, did it move at, at two and a half. Now, I still like Utah overall, but I just don't love it as much as uh, earlier on when we were – when we were. it was – was it uh, Florida as a short favorite at the Open? I don't remember. Um, I just know Michael Felder said that they're going to stop a mud hole in him, and – and the Florida fan, did Michael Felder move the line is the question on our show. That's the real question. There was a That's lot possible. of tweets about that. Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't wait. That one's going to be kind really of, I'm kind of rooting yeah. for Florida just so that BetQL Daily tweet blows up again. The old, t- old takes expose that thing. It'll be, it'll be everywhere. <laughs> but you're going to be a little conflicted. You want to see that. But, you know, Richardson's your guy. That would mean he'd be starting things off with a loss. Not great if I you're going to – do a Heisman play. But uh, both futures I feel good about, though, right? Like, if if Utah wins, we're off and rolling towards the playoff. If Richardson has a big game and knocks off a top team, the Heisman Trophy campaign begins for uh, for Anthony Richardson. So I, I win either way there. Yeah, so there were some spots that, that very early on did have Florida as the short favorite. That's what I thought. I see Florida was minus one and a half, so the favorite did end up flipping. Okay. Yeah, because it that seems like sense, not though. too long ago, Utah was also minus one and a half. Wasn't wasn't they, yeah. weren't they minus one and a half for a while before it went to two? And yeah, a they half? were. They were. But it, it also makes sense because like we what we were talking about with our uh, futures conversation, everybody likes Utah. You can't find anybody that's mm-hmm. gonna criticize Utah. So it, it makes perfect sense that they those same betters are probably taking them week one on the road and Florida, and so the market moved. Hmm. You're right about that. It, um, that are, now I'm kind of tempted just to take Florida because they're at home and they're dogs. In the swamp? Money line plus 120. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's definitely one of the I mean, if you just just watchable games for week one, like games I'm excited to just turn oh, on the I can't TV for that's, that's one of them. Yeah. 7 p.m. Saturday yeah. the 3rd. I'm in. Um, all right, you want to touch on the two high-profile games, highest-profile games, gigantic numbers? Do we see any value anywhere? So it's Oregon, Georgia. Georgia's laying 17.5 points to Oregon. And then it's Ohio State, Notre Dame. Ohio State, 15.5 point favorites against Notre Dame. Uh, higher total, Notre Dame, Ohio State. That's 58.5 in that game. The Georgia-Oregon number is at 51.5. Yeah, well. What are we thinking? We're, we're thinking that the Buckeyes are going to stomp a mud hole in the fight in Irish, right? I mean, that game's going to get to 17. It was 14 earlier in the offseason, 15 and a half. It's not going to close there. I think I think it gets to 17. I'd be surprised if Notre Dame keeps this to two scores or less, meaning they cover the spread. Yeah, Ohio State's 
It's not going to be pretty. I don't think. Where you guys? I, I'm fine laying the points with Ohio State. Yeah, I am too. I mean, I'd be surprised if this game is. I'd be surprised if Notre Dame has at any point you feel like they might be in this, might cover. Like I, I could see Ohio State going up big in the first half, twenty-one-seven. But by mm-hmm. the time you blink, like it wouldn't surprise me at all. You think Manti Teo shows up? I think he should. <laughs> Capitalize on the uh, the newfound fame again, positive fame this time. That's right. Talking about the doc. Yes. Is he has he been around? Does he go to games? Does he um does he show up? Yeah, you do see a lot of former players on the sideline. Yeah. I've never I've never seen it. Does he's he just, live in Hawaii okay. again? Like where is he? I assume. That's a good question. I thought it might have been SoCal, like after going to the Chargers and all that. I guess he mm-hmm. stopped over at the Saints, but I think that's where he's posted up. By the way, can we just talk about the oh. decision to go to Southern Cal and, or to go Notre Dame instead of Southern Cal? First mistake. Anyway, do you think a guy like that? Do you think he wants to capitalize on this fame, or do you think it's like, you know what? I'll do this. I'll get my story out there, and I don't want to see anyone ever again. Like I'd be Probably shocked right. if he I, ever sh- shows up. Are you Notre strictly talking? Are you strictly talking about the weather? Because I don't know that he becomes a college superstar. Heisman contender, top, what was he, second or third that year in the voting, if he goes and plays at USC compared to Notre Dame? Fair, but, okay, well, if the same story happens there, it's probably not as big of a story. Definitely not. But but you take that story away, it probably doesn't happen at Notre Dame. Um, I think so. Great player, but... Yeah, is he two? He was second, right, in the voting that year. I think so. Yeah, second is Johnny yes. Manziel. Manziel, and it's actually kind of close. Yeah. Uh, he he finished with seventeen hundred vote total votes or points, whatever you call it, to two thousand twenty nine. So it wasn't a runaway. Yeah, you know, people mentioned that in the doc, and I don't know. I'd push back against that because we didn't even know about the girlfriend until when? At what point in the season when he was already a superstar? Right. He was a good guy. He was a really good college player. There's no question about that. I remember hearing that. Like, oh, I didn't even know he had a girlfriend. Okay. But he was already up there. And I mean, they anyway. had so many close wins where he was right in the middle, like the Stanford game. And like, yep. it was play after play after play. I, uh, I wonder, maybe he will be on the sideline at some point this year. That would be interesting. It'd be fun. Quickly, I yeah. just was scrolling back through Heisman voting. Uh, you know, Kellen Moore received more Heisman votes than Russell Wilson their last year in college. <laughs> that would be fun to look at. Oh, man. Yep. What are they doing? Yeah. Kellen Moore over There's Russell the, Wilson. The Kellen Moore hype was real. I remember that. Kellen Moore had some nice touch on those passes. Couldn't throw more than 20 yards, but he put him right in the bucket. All right. Um, I, I have a question Oregon, for Georgia? you. This, you go oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was no, going to say Utah question. State, Alabama – 38 and a half? That is a huge number. <laughs> and I'd lay right? it. <laughs> you would? Yeah. Okay. If I had to, if I had to bet that game, I'm not telling you to go Gosh. bet it, but I'm just saying that if I'm making a play on that game, it might be 35 nothing at halftime. <laughs> I was gonna say 42 7 third quarter is the score of this game. Yeah. Eighty-six oh percent of money coming in on Bama on the spread. So mm. the money's on Alabama on the number. 
NC State numbers 10 at East Carolina. Okay, so the hook is gone, which is good. Well, I'm giving you the best number, but yeah. are we worried about are we worried about the Wolfpack listening to our show and the hype's getting in their head? Probably, probably. Yeah. So, a, an interesting thing to consider. So, I had Brad Powers on early odds last week, and I thought this was an, a, a good handicapping tip for college football a lot of people overreact to week zero so the ones that play that looked pretty good they're going to bet on them in week one but history tells us as far as against the spread numbers it's better to rest it's better to have film on teams than to have actually played when you talk about the mm. ats numbers that's interesting that, that is one we'll certainly yeah. monitor coming up this week joe ojo jaron hawksworth Second-year quarterbacks, who's taking the leap, who's not? We'll dive into projections next on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.